What up, what up, what up, family, friends, friends of the show. You are now listening to the Truly Unruly Podcast, Episode 2. My name is Mill. And this is your boy Chmezzy, a.k.a. Dope Francis. You know who it is. You already know who it is, man. We out here, man. Welcome back to this follow-up episode, man, from our pilot. Man, we're so excited to be back, bro. How you feeling, Chmezzy? Yeah, I'm feeling great, man. Yeah, I appreciate all the support everybody put out there, you know, from the pilot episode. Uh, you know, thank you for tuning in again. If you're listening to this, uh, you know, we all, we of course, appreciate all that. For sure, for sure. Yeah, we appreciate the love. Shout out to all the shout outs. Shout out to all the shout outs, man. <laughs> man, love to all the shout outs that we got, man. All the people reposting and stuff like that, showing love to the podcast, man. Uh, we really do appreciate it. But we're going to go ahead and get right into it, man. Um, this Wanna album. Yeah, man. The Gonna Wanna album. It's the album to talk about. <laughs> it's the only album to really talk about that was significant from this week, man. So we just going to go ahead and get right into it, bro. Uh, thoughts. Thoughts. What's up? Um, Let's get into it. Yeah. So immediate thoughts. Listen to it all the way through. It was about like, I know it was like about 50 minutes, 18 songs. So the songs weren't really long. If you could just, you could just gather that uh, for most of them. Um, when I listened to it, it was like very level, if that makes sense. So throughout the album, there weren't this many, that many like really high peaks. And it wasn't really like low valleys, in my opinion, because the songs, not that they all sound the same. It's just they're all on the same like wave or same vibe. Um, so that was one of the immediate things for me when I was listening to it. I listened to like the first like maybe five songs and I was like, OK, I feel like I'm listening to like like I, like nothing's changing. Like, you know, it just felt like it was just going through. But then there was like like the, I like the intro. I even like the second song gimmick. But like at some points I was listening to it and I was like like the song Addies. Even the song Dollars on My Head with Thug, those songs just did not hit for me, bro. Facts. Like, I was like, because I'm like, okay, Gun and Thug. Gun and Thug actually are very hit or miss. Yeah. Like, they have their moments, but, like, you would expect them two to be, like, on it because they, they kind of had a similar style. They're both real good artists in their own right. Man, they do not hit as often as you would think when they're together. That's true. So I was like, that song was all right. Fiendin, I I never really probably want to listen to ever again. <laughs> and and Addie's that that song is not not for me. Uh, Skybox is a single, so that was you know whatever. It, I I didn't hate that song. It's okay. Wanna was the last song on there that I was like, nah, I'm not feeling this. But yeah. then after that, it it kind of went on a run with Blindfold with Baby, crazy. Yeah, Blindfold they, they, was They hard. both went in on that. See, Gunna and Baby are much much more consistent combination yeah, they, at this point. They they hit on most of theirs and they, then. Yeah, go ahead. They prime Naruto and Sasuke, bro. Like them <laughs> niggas just, uh, them niggas just have that sort of uh, chemistry. Yeah, where they can just get on a track and vibe it out. And they have two different styles, like approaches to their bars and lyrics and how they deliver. But they got that synergy where it just works together. Yeah, it's 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 actually yeah. That's one of those things where it works so well between the two, and they have yeah completely different approaches. Gunna likes to come in more chill, melodic. Yeah. Baby likes to come in a little harder. Harder, straight bars. Yeah, harder, like, straight bars. His sound is a little different. Like his autotune's a little bit more sharp. If you if he if he yeah. uses autotune and stuff like that, Gunna's like a lot more like wavy, chill. Facts. But they just somehow they both attack the same beat like perfectly together. Like they just they just feed off each other. Um, rocks, Rockstar Bikers and Chains was all right. Met Gala was fire. Nasty Girl slash On Camera was cool. Um, the song with Roddy, uh, I liked it a little bit, but I definitely thought it was going to be something a little bit better to me, but it was cool. (laughs) 
<laughs> no lie, like I'm gonna get some awful review after you're done, bro. But <laughs> niggas are gonna hate me, bro, because I'm about to kill that bitch. I'm not gonna lie, I hate it so, so much. I hate that bitch so much. But go ahead, I'm gonna let you finish. And to finish out the album, uh, I'm on some. It was cool. I liked the I'm on some actually. Uh, top floor with Travis Scott was, you know, we already talked about how Travis features are, you know, okay. And this is probably the first time I think I, I heard like, well. I guess they did Turks on Nav's album, but Gunna and Trav on a song together again. Yeah. Since Yosemite, which was just so fire. So listening to this one, it really it didn't hit the same way, but it was okay. Travis's yeah. verse was okay. Um, wasn't anything special. It didn't seem like they tried to do something super special in that moment. Yeah. Um, don't like and then just the album kind of finishes out. Still the last song with Thug. It was better than the first song with Thug to me. Far was better than uh, dollars on dollars, dollars on, on my head. head. But. Still didn't hit like I thought it was going to hit. Uh, Don't Play Around and Do Better were both pretty good songs to kind of close it out. He probably could have left far off the last song and finished yeah. off with Do Better yeah. to me. But, you know, you know what do I know? But that's, that's just how I saw it. So the, the album to me was cool. If I had to get it like uh, out of 10 rating or something like that, I would go a 7. But that's just me because um, I think it, it had its moments where it was good, but it didn't have any songs to me that I was like, Bro, this is this is this something. Is the I, one. Yeah, this the one. This, this the one shit. right for, here. For yeah, now, like this is my like my shit. I'm gonna keep replaying it. It's gonna be on repeat. I didn't have any of those feelings, but it wasn't like anything that was just like, bro, this is like this whole album is just trash or something like that. Most of the album is very chill and kind of flows together. Yeah, so I'm gonna get into it. Uh, going into today, or not today, but going into this Gunna album, I was, you know, I was heavy on the the gunner side like yeah man versus with him and baby for those who don't know what we're talking about like i was heavily on the gunner side and i really didn't care for too many of like baby's projects before like as a whole project not his songs like his albums and mixtapes as a whole compared to like gunner's albums and mixtapes but that's fair this one i don't know man like it, for me, a lot of people are saying, like, it finished off strong. For me, it started a little stronger than it finished. Like, yeah. Argentina's probably my favorite one or two songs on there. Yeah. And then... Argentina, he came in. Get yeah, he came in hard. Like, I was like, okay, when I when I play Argentina, I was like, oh. Because I went into it expecting niggas to kill it, bro. Like, I was like, bro, niggas are going to kill this Gunna album. Because Baby came out with a super hard album. For sure. And, and the Deluxe was hard. Yeah, the Deluxe was super <laughs> hard, so... I was expecting like, okay, niggas are about to kill this hoe. And then he came in Argentina. I was like, okay, gonna came in with the heat. Like he finna go hard. And then gimmick was gimmick was cool. Gimmick was straight. Uh MOTW skip. Uh it was okay. It was all right. It, it, was was okay. skip it wasn't to bad to me. It, it was, was a skip. It was, like coming off the first two, like you said, it came off strong to me. Like Argentina came off strong to me. Yeah. Gimmick didn't like seem to like take too much away from you. It felt like it was still riding. And then that song, like MOTW, didn't really, yeah, it didn't throw, throw anything off for me yet. But go ahead. It was just like a, a vibe or whatever. Fiendin was like, honestly, I liked it at first, the first time I listened. But the more I start to listen to it, the more I actually don't like that joint. I think I was just trying to convince myself that I <laughs> that I liked it. Um, that was the same thing for me. The first time I heard, it, I was like, oh, it's, it's rocking. And the second time I heard, it, I was like. Cause I kind of was just like playing in the background, and I was like, I literally went to my phone to skip it. Like I was yeah. like, yo, I can't listen to this. It's some mid, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's some it's some hot mid, but um, dollars on my head was also some mid. 
I didn't yeah. care for that joint at all. Sorry. Addies was the worst song on <laughs> on Addies the album, bro. I the hate, worst song the album, I hate bro. that song so much, bro. And, and I, I think niggas Nietzsche are going to kill me for that. I don't know who that is, bro. Yeah, Nietzsche. You I think he was that. on the slime. Uh, oh, is he The YSL? compilation. Yeah, I think he's YSL. Oh, but man. I'm not trying to kill that man, but. He need to yeah, stop that, rapping. That, that one wasn't mine, bro. That you need to stop rapping, me. bro. Yeah, that dude. I just can't. I'm not going to go check out his mixtape after that. I don't yeah. know if he got any projects out. But after that verse, I was like, no, nah, I'm cooling. Like, yeah, I think cool. on that, uh, whatever that slime project was. Yeah, with, uh, slime language. Slime language. Yeah, he was had a feature on that joint. I was like, who the fuck is this? And, then <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> and so I skipped that. Um, Rockstar Bikers and Chains was straight. Uh, Met Gala was hard. That was probably one of my other favorite songs on there. Nasty Girl on camera was pretty cool. Yeah, I like the second part, that um, on camera part. Man, cooler than a bitch. Hey, man, speak on it. That shit was some mid, bro. <laughs> 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 that was some mid. Like, the the start with me, like, I, they, I thought Roddy and Gunna had some chemistry, chemistry with bro, uh, sure. listening to Start With Me, and I was like, okay. I was expecting more, bro. Like, I went into it, and I played it on the headphones. Yeah. Because the first time I listened, I was listening on my AirPods, and then I played it on the Bluetooth speaker, and then I listened to it in the car. Because, mm. you know, you, it depends on what environment you're in. Yeah, I get what That kind of determines, yeah. like, it's if true. the song is a vibe or not, bro. So I try to give it an opportunity in every kind of environment. And so I played it on the headphones, and I was like, oh, this is some bullshit. <laughs> this is some <laughs> me. And so... I listened to it again on the the Bluetooth speakers, and I was like, it's still some mid, yeah. bro. <laughs> like, it was one of those things that, like, I really, really, really like Roddy. Yeah, I, I, think I do, too. Roddy's so cold. And, and I, it's one of those things where I was like, I was listening to it, and I was like, trying to find a positive. You know what I mean? I was like, okay. You know, I was listening to Roddy's verse, and, like, it's not like his verse was just terrible. It's just like. This song like has no highlight. For yeah, me. like not one bar was like, bro, that's crazy. The beat wasn't like the beat wasn't nothing special. Like the hook fact, wasn't nothing memorable. Like I was like, man, who produced that? Dirk Rock, Dunk Rock, and Trey Pounds. I don't, I don't know, I don't know neither of them dudes, bro. Yeah, so but. that's probably why the beat wasn't <laughs> wasn't hitting like that. Cause, yeah. and then I listened to it in the car, and it sounded better in the car. But I have subs in my car, so it was just knocking. Oh, okay. Like the beat was knocking in the car, so I was like, okay, I guess it sounds better. But overall, that's a hard skip, and I'm disappointed because I expected more. Yeah, uh, I'm on some was pretty cool. Top floor is pretty cool. Travis Travis has been coming with better features. Yeah, like, Travis's verse individually in that song was good yeah i just feel like you know how sometimes rappers make songs and it seems like hey they just sent a, sent them a song or like hey put a verse in yeah that's how they felt yeah it is, that is how it felt. and i like i like it more when like rap, like sometimes that shit is, is dope but a lot of times i like it if rappers come in and they like actually look like they did something together you know what i'm saying like, yeah where for they, sure where they kind of like working together to make things sound dope rather than just like hey put this verse in here yeah facts um don't play around was all right it was all right. I may listen to it in rotation, but I'm never going to just, like, click on that song. Yeah. Do better with straight. Yeah. Far, I'm killing that shit. That shit was hot garbage, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't like, like that shit at all. The album? Like, yeah, that, the way, I was like, bro, I thought the ending, like, the way you mm. start and the way you end got to be harder. Mm. Like. It's true. So, I mean, the best way I can put it over for this album is, like, kind of how you said. It's just, it's like. A NBA player dropping a consistent twenty piece a night, bro. Like, true. You know you are gonna get a twenty piece out of this dude, but 
he not gonna go off for seventy, bro. Like yeah, yeah. that, like really that often. Like, he not gonna take you to the chip. Yeah, he not gonna mean? take you to the chip. But he can be. He like a Clay Thompson, bro. Like yeah. a Clay Thompson, he gonna put up buckets. Like yeah. True. Consistent at night. He may one season just like shock everybody. Like once a season, <laughs> just shock everybody and put up like 60. Yeah. But overall, I don't think this album just delivered. Like the peak wasn't as high as I expected it to be. Yeah. It wasn't, there was no valleys that were like low, like super low, or I'm just like, this is complete, complete garbage. Yeah. And like, I can't even it wasn't listen like, to this. Oh, he's not even trying. Yeah. I, I've heard projects where I'm like, bro, was, yeah, this dude's what, not what trying. This, bro? They were just putting out music just to put it out. It wasn't like that, but it was just like some of them would just were too mundane. Like it was just no highlight. Like yeah. there's nothing like, oh, this is super dope. He hit me with like a like there was some songs I'm like, you know, you could have came with like a flow a that flow, was like out yeah. of there or like or a bar you know, that gun just is like, not super. It's not the super like you, when you finish this and the gun is like, bro, these bars were yeah, like, this bar was it's here. like not a lot of quotables. Like I even see on Twitter, even people who really like Gunna. What's like, the quotable? Yeah, they wasn't putting up quotables from Gunna. They wasn't saying like, "Yo, this bar that he said was out of there." It's no, really just like, "Yo, this song, this song's a vibe. This song was dope," and and that's cool. It's just like you said, Clay Thompson. I was gonna say it reminded me of like a Demar Derozan. That's cool. Yeah, like, that's a know, good like comp a too. Yeah, DeMar, like, you know, I'm gonna get to the playoffs, but he gonna put up 23 a night. You but know, like 23, <laughs> and it's gonna be a lot of mid range jumpers. A yeah. lot of mid range jumpers, which are nice little turnaround, little, little pull ups. Yeah, and every once in a while, he hit you with a dunk, where you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that was something special, but for the most part, it was just yeah, a lot of a lot of mid range jumpers. You know, it wasn't like Demar against LeBron, but it yeah. was like Demar just like in a normal series. Yeah, it it was all right. I give it like a like in the low seven point three, like kind of we in the same range, yeah. like a seven to a seven point three. Yeah, which is cool. It's not a bad album. I'll go back to it. Yeah, good, like it's not as good. As, I don't think it's as good as his last album. No, not at all. No, it's not Dripper even close, Drown. bro. Yeah, Dripper yeah. Drown 2 was a I mean, thousand yeah. times better See, than See, Dripper Drown has some songs on there where it was so hot. Like, I was like, bro. Like, I remember even in my year review that it was like, I had some songs on there that I was like, that they said, you know, I repeated a lot. Like, I listened to a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, it had some songs that were just hot. This one, I just don't feel that, really, you know? But yeah. maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe in, like, time, I'll have something that I kind of take away. But for now, I'm not. I'm not feeling it. Yeah, Dripper Drown 2 was... That was, I think, that was my most listened to album of last year. When I look back on like my Apple Music, yeah, it was really um, my Apple Music like replay thing from the year, uh, like yearly review type thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was like my most listened to album, and I had like four or five songs on there where I was just in constant rotation with those. So yeah, and that was one of my favorite, uh, Gunna and Thug song, Three Headed Snake. Yeah, that song oof, was crazy. Oof, oof. That's that song went crazy. So. That was one of my favorite weddings that they did too. So that was that was another like highlight of that one. Now I really don't want to even talk about this or make this a thing, but the streets is making it a thing, bro. They, they trying but, to, man. I seen it, tw- bro. I woke up the day after Gunna's album dropped, went to see what's trending, bro. You know, you go on Twitter, you go to see what's trending. Yeah. First thing I see is trending is Lil, Lil Baby. Baby. Yeah. I was like, wait, why is Lil Baby trending? I really wanted to know because I thought I was like, did Baby do something? Like, what's going on? And it's just people just hey people are just saying like literally day after either people are saying Gunna is better than Baby or Baby's better than Gunna. It's just like a lot of tweeting. Yeah, about, a lot of tweeting back who's and better, forth. Whatever. And it's hard because people will naturally want to compare and like put people up against each other if they're in like the same space at the same time. So like Gunna and Baby are the two like next up kind of young niggas that's out right now. True. And people are just. And they like they friends and stuff, so people yeah. like naturally just gonna compare their music and like pit them against each other. 
which I don't like doing all the time, but yeah, I guess we can go ahead and get into it. I'm going to shock, I guess, some opinions, but kind of on my, my note about saying like Gunn is a consistent like DeMar DeRozan or Clay Thompson, he's going to give you like 20 a night, 23 a night. I think Gunn or I think Baby is one of those dudes that's like, he's like the microwave. He's like, facts. When he's on some mid, he's on some supreme mid. Like <laughs> it's some straight bullshit. But I think when he gets in his his bag for real, like he'll go for for seventy, eighty, like eighty points in a night and just go off. So I think Baby's ceiling is much much higher. Like I think Baby at his best is better than Gunna at his best. And yeah, I I I have to agree with that. It's something about Baby because. Well, I'm a, like for me, I'm really a big baby fan. I like Gunna. I really like Gunna on features. I think he's really, really good on features. I feel like he's one of those people like you sign him on a feature, yeah, on a hook or tell or like kind of he gets the vibe of the song. He will not ruin your song. Yeah, for like, sure. That's, that's not gonna happen. So I really like him on features. Even though Baby be coming hard with the features lately, like, Baby with like scorching people's tracks. But it's something about like Baby. If you look at Baby and Gunna's like uh, careers, it's like Baby has a lot of a lot of hits. And even though he's not the melodic one of the two, which you expect because Gunn is the more melodic one, so you would think he's more like give you more of the hooks or more of the hits and stuff like that, or pe- be on people's choruses and like it'll, it'll go crazy. Yeah. It's like for some reason, Baby's just like his songs hit, like he has hits like for the culture, like My Dog. Yeah, for sure. That's a, that's a hit. Yes, indeed. Uh, freestyle. Drip, like he, yeah, Freestyle. Freestyle is like a, definitely a classic for us. Um, yeah, that's a club classic. Yeah, right? Drip too hard. Even though that's the baby and Gunna, like that that was like baby's hook. Yeah. Even though Gunna, of course, had like sold out dates, which is which was hard. It just didn't for some reason. Like some the songs that baby makes, they go like more pop mainstream. Yeah, for like, sure. They hit like kind of like that. So like if you're in a club, you're probably gonna hear more baby stuff than Gunna. Like, yeah. You out at a party or a club, like because it's just it's just the kind of vibe that it gives you. Gunna shit for like the kickback, bro. Yeah, it's like the background, like background, the vibe, kind of kind of set the. Set the tone. You don't want to play no R and B shit, but you don't want to play like <laughs> no fucking club headbanging it's shit, bro. Like party music. Yeah, it's that in between, and that's that's the thing about Gunna because I feel like people compare Baby and Gunna, but their music doesn't actually sound that much. It doesn't. It's not. It's not in the same lane of music. Yeah. Like Baby, it's weird because Baby's one of the only like niggas out right now that's like rapping for real on the yeah. tracks but like that's young most of like the young niggas are making like vibe music yeah, like exactly. i put like gonna kind of going towards the the travis realm like he puts yeah. out a vibe he like the song is gonna be really melodic you gonna like the beat you gonna like the 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 tunes and the way it sounds and stuff yeah. like that but exactly. baby wants to come like he with just the give you bars, bars coming hard like club be, bangers like, like, like baby would come in a song ASAP just rapping bars. Like the first, you know, five seconds he just in there rapping bars. Kinda like kinda like how the baby does, but baby has like more versatility, you know, with his songs, yeah, song structures and song like songs they put out. Yeah. But yeah, he just comes in like with bars and just can can spit like you know what I'm saying? Like you'll see baby doing like a, a radio freestyle or something like that, freestyle on someone else's beat or something like that. Yeah. That's not really something you'll expect gunner to do. do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So You know, I just this just popped into my head, but you know who who baby kinda remind me of? And don't just like take it past what I'm the name that I'm about to say for those of y'all that's listening because niggas are gonna kill me for this comp. But like, baby kind of remind me of like Fifty, 
Like, he made club hits, bro. He can rap his ass off. Like, yeah. you know you're going to get bars. Um uh, just that that same kind of lane in space, bro. Cause like there's like the conscious rappers, like the the yeah. Kendricks and stuff like that. And Baby's not like a super conscious rapper, yeah, he's not a conscious and neither Fifty's not a a super conscious rapper. Like yeah. he's just gonna rap about whatever like is going on in his life right now. Yeah, exactly. I I get that same comp because I get what you're saying with that comp because that's one of those things I credit Baby with is like, yo, he'll make songs kind of about something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and 50 would do that. Yeah. Like you said, it doesn't have to be something super conscious, like, you know, oh, the plight of, like, the black man. Yeah, none of that. that. You know what yeah. I mean? That's dope and all, but, like, <laughs> that's not how they be coming. So they, they'll make a song about something that's dope, um, and, and they can kind of stay on topic and make something, like, you know, something that you kind of want to hear. Yeah, And for then sure. also they make it so that, like, just by rapping, like, they don't got to do the extra, like, you know, extra, extra stuff. Just by rapping, it'll be a hit. Like, yeah. 50 was just out there giving us bars and giving us, like, real street shit and it was going to the clubs it was going to like like billboard hits after hit, yeah yeah hit. yeah so that's just the way that like it, baby baby comes with it it's real hard like all his stuff is like for most of his stuff is pretty hard so um yeah i get i get what you're coming with with that one so for me well just the type of music that i listen to like gonna is gonna like fit more the lane of the type of music that i listen to on a day-to-day basis because i'm not even before this whole Corona thing, I wasn't outside, outside <laughs> like that. So I'm yeah. more in the house and shit like that. And I'm not really going to be listening to baby that much, like just in the house by myself. Like, yeah, I get what you mean. Just on some shit. If I'm in the car with like my niggas, are we going somewhere? We got to do something. Yeah. I throw on some, like some baby, but gonna just fits more of the vibe yeah. that what I'm listening to, but that doesn't make him a better rapper. And I've come down on my stance of saying that Gunna's be- better than baby, like by far. Like, yeah. I used to be firm on that belief, but now I'm kind of like dialing it back a little bit. I might be walking <laughs> that one back a little bit. Man, but. I feel you. I'm, I've always been on the baby side of it because I'm like, bro, it's just something about like his music is just it just be going hard. But then again, like 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 he said, I be outside a lot, so I'm like, bro, I hear like I it's probably part of it's like, yo, I be out, I'm lit, I be with I be with some people, we be lit, and I'm hearing like baby songs. I'm like, bro, yeah, this, this was going crazy like last night. So now this song is like, I'm always I'm always fucking with it. So. Yeah, I, that's sure. probably part of it, you know, but yeah, for sure. It's a close thing, but it's just like at the same time, if it's up to me, I'm not comparing it to like, yeah, no, nah, I, would, I wouldn't want to. That never came into my head until I started seeing people like who y'all think is better, like baby or gonna. I'm like, oh, OK, like for me, it's baby. But like, you know, I was never like, yo, these two dudes are in the same lane, like, you know, fighting like they be making music together and like, yeah, all that stuff. I never thought about them two as like, you know, going against each position. other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People like to treat, that's the thing. People like to treat rap like sports, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like that. They're not really competing against each other. There's no championship at the end, really. Man, so that's really really it, I think, on those thoughts as far as like Baby and Gunna. um, Both great artists, uh, both putting out some pretty hot music right now, man. So um, we're going to go ahead and move on, man. This is the the topic of the day right here, man. This is I've been kind of waiting on this one because I'm pretty passionate on this uh this subject, and I I hate that I do, but sometimes I be getting triggered when I read some of the shit that like people be saying on this this subject. Um, but we're gonna talk about basically the finances and interactions of money within like the opposite sex. So like dealing with money and like relationships and Next. like how you operate and stuff through that. And I'm only really only talking about this because I've seen it on Twitter a lot this yeah. past week as yep. far as like 
women saying, oh, I don't want to deal with a nigga who don't pay no, don't pay all of my bills. And like, it's crazy. I'm not buying him no PS5. He ain't paying my <laughs> rent and like paying for my car note and like insurance and like all of that shit. And so I really do get triggered by that. And I hate the fact that I do, but I do. So we're going to have to get some of these thoughts off, bro. Like, yeah. what's your thoughts on this whole hey man, we was, we was, whole going, we was talking about it in the group chat for a good minute. Like, yo, yeah. what's, what's going on? Because it's like you said, it was too many people talk about like, yo, if you're not paying my rent, utilities, you know, paying for everything, like, you know, it, within the relationship, like, I don't, either I don't want to be with you or you can only expect so much, yeah. blah, blah, And I'm like, bro, this is the same people I see on the TL talking about, like, yo, you need to be booking vacations. You need to yeah, be like, buying what? this and buying that, buying a bag, buying some heels, you know, just just normal gifts, which is normal. I think dudes should be doing that for their girl. For sure. In relationship. But I'm just saying, if you also paying all the bills, like all of the all bills, of the bills, like, like she's just living in your house, like you, like you're her parents, and like you know, like you paying for everything that goes on, and like she and she also has a job though. Like that's the other thing. It's like yeah, yo, if you living with like if you got to stay at home, like girl, like you have a wife and she's your stay at home or whatever y'all got going on, and that's the setup y'all have. That's one thing. That's y'all what, both working. Yeah, bringing in income, bringing in income. Like I don't get why you should be paying all the bills and doing all that stuff. And it's like, what, what's your, but what's your dynamic? What's your responsibility? It can't be something like, oh, you know, I do this sometimes. Miscellaneous like, fees. Yeah, and I, I, that's, I heard like, that one a lot. I yeah, heard miscellaneous, miscellaneous fees. fees. What does that even mean, bro? What are, what are bro? miscellaneous like, fees? What are miscellaneous, grocery, the main two things I heard is groceries and miscellaneous fees. Yo. What does that mean, bro? Groceries, for two people, assuming y'all don't have no kids, for two people, groceries, what, it was like max a couple hundred dollars a month, yeah, bro. If, like, if you, if you hit two good trips a month, you yeah, you can spend like a couple hundred. It, it, and a it, couple depends, three hundred, it depends on how you want yeah, how, and how you eating and stuff like yeah. that. But regardless, it the shit don't add up, and I, bro. And I've like, also been seeing some girls talk about they don't cook, so I'm like, so you talking about buying groceries, but you're not cooking. Cooking, so, so who's cooking these? groceries? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, bro, I don't even, I don't know what's going on. And I'm not one of those people like, yo, if my girl don't cook, I'm I'm not with it. I'm not even one yeah, of those people. I'm, just I'm not saying, one of those people. If you're saying like there's no responsibility for you in a relationship to do anything financially, I'm like, okay, so what what are we like what are you doing with like the money that you're getting you're from your earned, job? Yeah. Like all that stuff. Like is it just like you pocketing it? Yeah, you pocket because I'm like, bro, you can't say you spending money on your dude because he also still has to spend money on you. You still expecting him to buy you gifts, so that's that doesn't even that's just no gifts don't count, bro. Yeah, like that like, shit is not. There's no like, way you spend it. Like you have a salary, like you have some type of salary. Like even if you're making what thirty five thousand a month a year, you know what I mean? Like you ain't spending that much on gifts. Stop. Yeah, you're, you're not, not spending, spending thirty grand on, on gifts, bro. Stop like it. unless you buying that man a car every year. Like let's let's be real. Let's be real about <laughs> it. In my, that's my thing, like, the fact that, like, okay, I can look at somebody and be like, we went to the same university, both got a, the same degree, Facts. and I'm working and, like, working my ass off to pay the bills, and you out here with the same, like, the same degree in a different career field or whatever, and you working too, let's just assume that we make a similar amount of money, or maybe I make a little bit more, maybe you make a little bit more, whatever, if I'm taking care of our entire lifestyle, like for both of us, like feeding both of us, clothing both of us, <laughs> roof over the head, electricity paid, internet, cars, cars insurance, like Yikes. 
We talking about thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a month easily. every single month. Very easily, dudes be going broke trying to trying to live a certain lifestyle with that girl, bro. I mean, you gotta you gotta at some point have that conversation with your girl. Like, if you in that situation where you literally, because I know dudes who be stressing, like yeah, trying, trying to make money, they be doing stuff on the side, whatever they gotta do to make them hustling. And yeah, you know, you know, like if you real, you gonna hustle to make the ends meet. Yeah, like, for sure. It's that's like one of those things. Like it's gonna happen. As a man, that's what you that's what you should do. But but at the same time, it's like the stress, bro. Like you shouldn't be stressing yourself out to be dating no girl. Like yeah, you no, know nah, I mean? like, that's that's not. That's not it. That's not and a then, good base for a relationship. And then, like, coming into a relationship with the premise, like, that I need to, like, the requirement almost that I need to bro, to pay all of your bills. That crazy. shit is a, a crazy red flag, crazy. bro. Like, that's not, even, this, bro. that's not even a red flag. That's, like, infrared, bright neon orange, bro. bro. Like, <laughs> flashing. Like, yeah, it's like a flashing, like, sign. Like, stop bro, here, turn around. Please turn around. Do not enter type shit, bro. Like. <laughs> like it, I can't get with it. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. I don't know who started this like idea that that's, that stuff is cool. Like it's it really sounds like some simp shit to me. No, nah, that's like, definitely. That, some I'm simp like, bro, what's going on? Like that sounds too much like some simp shit. Either that or like just a dude who wants to like be in control of everything. But like that's either way, it just sounds ridiculous. And um, like, yeah, my my problem is like now. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that that like men should run women and be in charge and tell them exactly what to do on a like a day-to-day basis but if i'm paying for our entire lifestyle and shit like that like i'm gonna have the fucking say on what like what goes on bro yeah. like if i'm controlling our whole lifestyle that it like i heard too many people you, talking about i should be on a lease even though i'm not paying for nothing. yeah what what like, are you I'm talking like, about hey, man, bro like, like if what, shit, what you mean if shit goes left <laughs> and i didn't pay all this money you're not being on the lease bro like you gotta go hey, like man, that's crazy mean? to me that's just crazy to me because i'm like bro it's not it's not gonna work like that and no like, it's not working you're not co-signing no lease if you're not paying money on it like i just don't get why you would be on it and then a valid question in a relationship is sitting down and talking about, and you don't have to say this verbatim word for word, but what each other brings to the table. And I've seen this a lot on Twitter and this shit triggers the hell out of me. But like when certain women say, when you ask them, Oh, what do you bring to the table? They'd be like, I am the table. What does that mean, bro? <laughs> like we talking about tangible assets in this hole. I'm not talking about your feelings, bro. Like I'm talking about tangible assets. What does that mean, bro? Like if oh. I say, if you ask me what do I bring to the table, I'm gonna be like, oh, I got such and such job. I got stocks invested in this, that, and the other. I have this stream of income. Um, this is the type of person I am. This is what works for me. This is what doesn't work for me. This is what I'm bringing to the table. If I ask you what you bring to the table, you say I am the table. You're not serious, bro. Like I'm not gonna take anything that you say serious at that point because yeah, we don't have anything more to talk about because I already know the type of person that you are and like. If you in a happy relationship and you that type of person, then cheers to you. Like, congratulations to you. But these are just my thoughts. And, like, I just cannot get with that shit. Like, there's no way. What was the point in you going to college and getting a degree? Because when you went to college and get a, to get a degree, you didn't go there for the purpose of finding a husband Some and getting your, do, getting your bills paid. Some people do. If you do, bro, you got the shit working backwards, bro. Like, <laughs> you putting you on into debt yeah, or bro. you spending your parents' money. Yes, some to go to, that. to go some find a husband. I know, I know. There's girls that literally like go to schools, especially schools like A and M or something like that, where their their parents went to A and M. Blah blah. They just go there to get married. That's it. That's crazy. They go there to find a dude. They'll they'll date like, oh, I'm only gonna date like an engineer. Like you know what I mean? Like they yeah, know like, like a certain that lifestyle that they want to date because they not planning on working. 
They not planning on using their degree for anything. They was in college for four years to drink, party, find their husband, and get out. That's so. That's bro, that mindset is insane you, to me. Like, I can't they, get. They came for the class ring and get out of there, bro. With a man. And I'm not. I'm not the nigga that came from from nothing, bro. Like I ain't not gonna sit here and pretend like we was fucking in the wood. streets, bro. Like <laughs> serving dope and like yeah. that is not the lifestyle that I was living when I was younger. But I went to college with. The mindset, like, this is for my future. This is to provide for me and my future family and whatever. I didn't go there with a mindset that I was going to be doing bullshit, especially because, like, even though through financial aid, I still had to fund the whole shit myself, like, yeah. for the most part. Like, facts. I, I didn't to, go know, there, like, you try and make it shake yourself. Like, my parents didn't cut a check yeah. for, like, my, my college tuition and shit and just say, like, all right, well, go do what you got to do. Like, that's. That's the not how this works, bro. College, like, I, I always had a job or had something else I was doing. Facts. Trying to figure, trying to, you know, just trying to like, I, I really am not the type of person. I don't want to be hitting nobody up for money. That's I hate how, that. I that's hate just that. That's how I feel. That's my biggest like weakness, bro. Yeah. I do if, not if like I hit you up for, for money, like I'm down I bad. Only hit, yeah, I only hit up anyone I'm like blood related to for money, and I have to be down super bad. Yeah, like, like it, it's trust me, like if all, I've exhausted all options, I promise. This like I promise, if I'm calling you for help. <laughs> this like it's it's cold red like yeah, i'm about to be put red. out of my house so they about to repo my car or something <laughs> like that's how it is when i'm when i'm asking for for help so if i ask somebody for help then that's down you bad so the mindset it. of just like going to college and wasting all this money like thousands like tens of thousands of dollars not hundreds of thousands of dollars to get a degree to not do shit with it is just that shit is so wild to me and, and i can't get behind thing. it i had a, a so one of my tweets kind of did some numbers. I, this same day y'all was talking about that. I'm like, yo, because I feel like it's a standard. Like, I feel like men have to raise their standards, bro. Yeah, Because for sure. women do not be on that shit. Like, women be yeah, women. trashing dudes like this. Like, you cannot be dating no... Like, there's girls that are out here that are bums, bro. Fast, big bums. bums yeah, bro. like... like I know it's, it's real popular to be like, oh, you can't be with no bum nigga who got to use your car and do all that stuff. Like, you know what I mean? But you get with cool. no bum female either. Like, bro, there's a lot of bum females out here. You know, that's facts. Like, there's girls out there who not don't got nothing going for them. Like, yeah, even none they, but they looks. Like, yeah, but they looks, and they just they just they live it off that, of they bro. looks. Like, like, bro, it's girls out here without no real jobs. You know what I mean? They they just be doing little stuff on the side. You know, whatever. It's not no real income. They they either just like literally waiting for dudes. Like, bro, we could talk about because you know. Like you see girls going out to the club and with stuff no like money, that. with no money. They're, they're just like, oh, no, I'm going to leave my car, my car at home, bro. What do you mean? What? What like do you, you mean? out here with no money, with no money at Come all. On, like, that's so wild. That's crazy. Like, I know dudes buy you drinks and all that, but like the comfortability that you have to have to think like I can go no out. No matter what, I don't need my card. I, I can go out cash, nothing. and put myself in a vulnerable situation by drinking because we're all in a vulnerable situation by drinking because you're Thanks. not in your normal state of mind or drinking or whatever you doing bro like you're not in your normal state of mind so you think that you're comfortable enough to go out and do these type of things and not have no money with you like think you're just going to be completely taken care of that mindset is crazy it's to me. crazy it's crazy to me because dudes be really working their whole life like you you'll see rappers and uh ball players and all that stuff i'm like bro y'all was working y'all y'all you know, it's documented. You Grinding. can see their grind yeah. to get to where they going. I'm like, bro, you went to make millions of dollars just to date some girl who had nothing going on for her. And like, and then the girls be idolizing these girls, bro. Yeah. And the girl just like 
had a the baby from a rapper. baby mama's <laughs> Bro, I'm like, it's like a rapper's baby mom, and now she's famous. Like, doing bro, club appearances doing for club a rapper. Appearances, <laughs> and y'all paying, y'all paying money to go see them. Like, I'm like, nah, bro, y'all not paying money to get into a club to see a rapper baby mama. Stop it. <laughs> what is she like? Y'all don't even know what she was doing before then. She was probably bartending or something like that before then. I'm like, and that, that's not shade to bartend. I'm just saying, like, bro, she wasn't like. She didn't have no future. Yeah, like, she, she didn't she, have a plan she, like, what to was like. Her plan? Like her plan was to get to a rich come nigga. up. Yeah, her I'm plan like, was to come plan? up. Bro, that's crazy. That's crazy, bro. Like to me, that's not a that's not really like you're not really grinding. Like that's not like something you did. You didn't have like you know what I mean? Like you didn't yeah. you didn't come up with like some type of skill set. You wasn't like honing your craft, doing anything like that. You was just like waiting for your chance to come up. And then hey, credit to them, a lot of them, you know what I mean? Like not all of them, but a lot of them, they do capitalize when they get in that situation. For sure. Of course, because they know that it's set up to be capitalized on by girls who idolize that. Yeah, that's it. They they trying to sell y'all some product y'all because some product y'all like, oh, then, they fine, and I want to be like that because I either y'all just had the dream to be one of these rapper baby mamas or uh, athlete baby mamas, whatever. Get that bag, however you can get it. But in my mind, I'm just like, bro, this has to be a joke. Like y'all can't be working this hard just to date a girl who had nothing going on for her. Like date a girl who got something going, like some kind yeah, of no doubt. going who's not a bum. No you know, doubt, she'll go do her thing. Uh, at least a plan, bro. Like you ain't some gotta be there yet, bro. But at least a plan. Some type of plan. It's like sidebar on that note about like selling the products and stuff like that. I just want to give like a shout out to Janae Aiko for finally being a celebrity that will admit that she used some expensive ass methods for skincare, bro. Because like people. Like, all these celebrities be selling these regular people, like, fake, like, plans, though. Bro. Your skin will get like mine if you do, like, this regular-ass face wash, bro. And that's not how this shit I'm works, bro. You. Like, they out here spending racks on facial care and, like, all these procedures and stuff like that to get their skin right. Girls, and like, hate, they hate admit all they the celebrity them girls, they hate to admit that, like, how many surgeries they got to do this and yeah. that. Yeah. Like, it's everybody trying to, like, kind of be quiet about it or just say it or lie about it or lie about it straight up it's sad it's, it's kind of sad though the way that the way that it goes honestly but yeah you know shout out to people who are being real about it i feel like it's kind of like a culture especially online to be like very like oh no i use this product, product. and it, that they're getting paid to you know promote yeah and then say that it's the reason that this happened like especially you know me i'm in the fitness industry bro instagram is crazy with that all the instagram famous girls out there they really just be lying to y'all they don't use the like they i know, I know that, no. for a fact they don't be using some of the products that they trying to like tell you this is the product that make me look like this like a lot of them look like that then they started using the product because someone exactly paid them because they already exactly look good. stop like, stop falling for that please like the instagram like the instagram models they don't they did not work out to look like that they worked out after they already got the shit done bro yeah. like you're not gonna work that, out another way into it's a looking like an Instagram model. That's just not how the reality of like our bodies works, bro. Like, bro, yeah, some it, of it's crazy. Some of it, I don't know how y'all believe some of these. Some of these is just like, bro, yeah, no, bro. that's not that's not how it's going. That's not how this works, bro. That's not how life works. But I don't know, man. Back on the original topic, bro. I just I can't with the. I'm glad I'm in the situation that I am because like me and my girl both have like ambitions and drive, and we both grinding and hustling. Um, towards a common goal now because we sit down and talk about our goals and what we want to accomplish in certain time periods and we both working towards that in our own way like i'm not in grad school she's in grad school she's working to get her master's and she got a plan for that i'm working i'm working on my multiple streams of income and stuff like that i got my side stuff going on and so we working towards a common goal but for like the bum females out there and the bum women out there bro that's just trying to like roach 
that that's not live, bro. No, like not, that's not the move. That's not the move. And at least like at least attempt, bro. Like try to do something, bro. <laughs> do like some, you have to have some do, ambition. Yeah, do something. something. But some of them, like you said, like we already said, some of them have the ambition. They do their job, but they don't have, like, they don't want any responsibilities. And it sounds lit, and it sounds great. Like if I didn't have, if I had the opportunity to not pay rent and just live somewhere, that'd be dope. Yeah, that would be so dope. And it's but like that's not real, bro. Like that's not like you're you're a grown up. Like you're an adult. And right? then <laughs> you and can't then just even, be living like a kid for real. Even deeper than that, I think like. Look at your own security, cause like if this, if this shit go left, not saying anybody's relate, like don't go into a relationship assuming that it's gonna go left. But if shit goes left, where are you at right now? Like, what are you doing? Cause like, bro, just gonna put you out, take all that stuff <laughs> back, bro, and now you ass out, like. Bro, I I knew a girl for sure who was in that exact situation. She was with a dude. He makes way more money than she makes. She didn't feel like she could be like financially stable on her own she was like i'm not leaving this relationship even though she was done with it she was done she told me she was like I'm that's a miserable life and i feel Bro, bad and like, she couldn't she's like i can't leave this like what am i gonna do i, I like you know what i mean and she was just kind of also she was kind of used to living a certain lifestyle yeah that's that's the thing too like you gotta you gotta live within your means man because once you get used to living that certain lifestyle you're not gonna want to go back else's like, money you're not yeah, gonna want to go back facts. <laughs> you're not gonna want to go back bro this but I mean, live the lifestyle you want to live. If it's working out for you, then more power to you, I guess. But I'm trying to, I, I'm trying to it, look out for my kings out there, bro. Yeah, but facts. We're looking out for all it's the kings really out there, like, bro. Y'all like, can't be supporting that kind of. I mean, it, it really, if you really want to be that guy, be that guy. But for y'all, if y'all don't want to be that guy, do not feel forced to be that dude, bro. Don't be trying to like pay all her bills just because you think that's the only reason like it's gonna work. Bro. And stop saying it ain't tricking if you got it because it's still tricking, bro. Yeah, tricking, tricking is tricking, bro. Like if you tricking. If you out here dropping all your bread for these hoes, man, like hey, man. you tricking, bro. You tricking. I don't care how much money you make it, you Super tricking, tricking, bro. bro. But the, the, the whole that whole scene that all y'all boys out in that life, nightlife scene, I see a lot of tricking out there. A bro. whole lot of tricking. A out whole there. lot of tricking. Y'all don't be living like that, bro. I know y'all. Y'all be y'all be coming up to the gym like back back on y'all fees and stuff. But I seen y'all with eight bottles on y'all table. Stop. <laughs> I know. I know it's tricking. I know what's going on. It's cool though, man. Get it how you live, bro. But um, on the note of like being on the club scene and stuff like that, man. Houston, my city. I'm so disappointed in my city, bro. What in the world is hey, going on, man? Like we're dying to be outside. Clearly, literally dying to be outside. <laughs> <laughs> literally bro, dying to be outside, all, bro. Bro, when I seen them videos of like Clay, like. Hey, no lie. If you was at Clay, just unfollow me and block me right now. Like, block me back. I promise, bro. Like, cause there's something mentally wrong with you, bro. Like, there. It's it's something. No, for real though, because some people are trying to make it seem like it's not as big of a deal. Like, because the government is allowing people to be outside and all that stuff. Um, I mean, we 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 both know. Um, I'm very like much on this. Like, yo, the government did not open things up because it's safer. Because it's safe, yeah. For the economy, facts. So, if you are forced to go back to work and that's your way you make your money, hey, I, you know, be safe. Do what you got to do. Take your precautions. Yeah, man, take your like, precautions. But y'all people who just trying to go turn up, bro. Let me t- let me say something, bro. Like, come on. Like, like for all. You- it's 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 just like a certain level. Like you have to admit to yourself a certain level. Like, yo, nothing is about to stop me from turning up, and that that might be a problem. Yeah, you got a problem at that point. Cause like, so that's all you motherfuckers that was at Seaside. <laughs> seaside? <laughs> the address, bro. I'm bro. not going to Seaside. I'm definitely not going to Seaside when things are great. They bro. can tell me it'd be healthier to be outside. I'm not going. Bro, Seaside, the address, 
Clay, uh, uh, V Live. Some of y'all was, was at Capital. Yeah, Capital, V Live, uh, all them. Y'all Sunday Funday yesterday. Yeah, nigga, Sunday Funday yesterday, bro. Like all of y'all. Amen. Yes, I am judging you. Amen. I'm passing all judgment towards <laughs> you. <laughs> hey man, I hope y'all. I hope y'all stay healthy. But if y'all don't, I'm not gonna be like you know. I'm not gonna cry, bro. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, bro. I'm not gonna cry for y'all. I'm not gonna even feel bad. And watch. I hope y'all look good though. In a week, they gonna be like, oh, they gonna track back. There's gonna be an outbreak, and they gonna track that shit right back to Clay. And they're gonna be. And they're gonna be going out bad, going out sad, man. And I'm not saying like people. And I hate when people say shit like, oh, well, you can you can get it just going to the grocery store and stuff like that. But the point of it is mitigating risk, bro. Like going to the grocery store is something you have to do, bro. Like because y'all people who was at Clay are still going to the grocery store. Exactly. So that's that's a that's a dumb argument, bro. Like, and like if you if you want to be on crash dummy shit and like. Just you don't care about your life that much, then that's cool, bro. But like we said, <laughs> the go- the government did not open like shit up for niggas' well being, bro. Like because it was Definitely safe not. to go outside. They opened the government because of the economy. Niggas was losing money. All these big businesses are filing bankruptcy and asking for bailouts. Yeah, because and they out bad unemployment. And it was like, yo, if we can open some of these businesses and get them off unemployment, we can stop paying them and make the businesses pay them. And maybe they can generate some money for themselves and pay, pay themselves. Pay them dudes. Yeah. But the government was definitely tired of pay, paying y'all. That's I literally, facts, bro. I literally, me and my pops was watching the news at work and, um, I seen a Senator. I forgot who it was. Like, forgive me. I don't remember who it was, but like literally this dude got on TV on national television, like CNN news network. And was like, yeah, we're trying to get um, the country back to a certain sense of normalcy because we want people to be spending their discretionary income, not saving it. And that was like I had to rewind that like three times, bro, just to make sure I was listening to what like I heard, like I heard what I thought I heard. And I can't believe like a U.S. senator, like a national representative would come out on record and say that he wanted people to spend their extra income and not save it. Like, yeah. that's so ass backwards, bro. When they like, gave out those stimulus checks, they thought that people would spend more. Yeah. And people did it. A lot of people saved it because there was so much uncertainty. And then, like, like there was nothing to spend it on. There was nowhere to go. Like, bro, there was. Yeah. I mean, y'all closed, like, damn near every restaurant. Like, for a yeah. while, all the bars were closed. Everything was closed. Like, you know, people weren't going to the gym. People weren't going, doing certain things. And, you know, people are outside. I'm not about to buy no new outfit. For what? Yeah, for what? Where wearing. am I going, bro? bro like, where am I going I'm with this outfit? To, yeah, so they were expecting people to spend that money, but it's like, bro, it's not like any other time where we've had, like, some stuff like this because it's no, literally, like you said, it's like no one's going nowhere. And there's so much uncertainty. Like, so many people out of a job. Like, I'm not about to spend my money if, if I'm out of a job. No I'm gonna way. get some necessities and I'm going to pocket the rest of it Facts. to see what's going on in a, in a month or two. Yeah, no way, know? bro. So, hey, man, if y'all was out there, you know, get it how y'all live, bro. If y'all was really trying to trying to be lit out there, I mean, I don't I don't agree with anything our governor's been saying. He's pretty much been saying, like, yo, I'm really I'm willing to risk lives yeah, for essentially. the economy essentially, to be back to where it's going. And I'm like, just me, from, from my perspective, I'm completely on the other side of that. Yeah, so, no, nah, I'm not with that at all, you know, bro. But like, if, y'all, if y'all really done with that social distancing, y'all trying to be outside and go go ahead and risk that, you know, I hope that it's not people out here who live with their parents and stuff like that, you know, still going out and trying to be lit, like, you know, still be safe, you know, for your people. If you want to risk yourself, you try and do that on your own time. Yeah, no, nah, like, keep that to yourself, man. I hope y'all, like those of y'all who was out there and stuff, I hope y'all live by yourselves and y'all ain't living with y'all parents or grandparents and 
putting yeah. all the people at risk, man, because yeah, you cut, wanted cut to be that. a crash dummy, man. I don't fuck with that at all, bro. Like, yeah, cut that. Like, I'm killing you for that, <laughs> and y'all can block me back. I don't care. And man, we got to change the subject because I'm so off right now. We just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm off of these bum females, and I'm off of niggas going out clubbing when there's a whole like pandemic going and this on. like this shit is not going anywhere bro like me uh one of my profiles tweeted a while back and he was like niggas are just trying to speak this whole out of existence like you know how Facts. you speak something into existence like they're just trying to speak corona out of existence and that's not how this works bro like not at all. you can't just put it out of your mind and then pretend like this shit doesn't exist anymore that's not how the virus works bro if, like, if i was somebody who's like really trying to figure out how it works bro look it's a global pandemic. We're not the only country dealing with it. And we were not the first country dealing with it. Look nope. at what other countries are doing compared to what we're doing. It's just like there's a kind of a uniformity throughout Europe and Asia of how they handle things. Yeah. Compared to what we're even Canada is doing things different than how we're doing it. But like compare what we did compared to what they did. And you will understand like, bro, we're doing some big bullshit, like just straight up. Yeah, I'm I'm off, though, man. But. On the sports tip, man, we can uh, get off this Paul Pierce slander for it. <laughs> we Paul can get Pierce, off this Paul Pierce slander again, for bro. a couple for a couple minutes, man. Paul Pierce back at it again with his hating ass. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I don't know what's up with these old niggas hating, bro. Bro, these old like these old heads, bro. Between like him. Chuck, but at least Chuck is funny, bro. Like yeah, Chuck makes his 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 his. But he's a hater too, bro. He a big hater. Between like him, Chuck, and all these like these old niggas, bro. Like, I don't know what it is, bro. And the crazy thing is, like the the current NBA players and like the young NBA players, they show so much love to like love. the old niggas, bro. Love. And the old niggas just do nothing but hate, hate bro. Hating, bro. AI is the only nigga out here really showing <laughs> niggas love, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, AI be showing people love. All the rest of these old dudes, bro. We I don't hate know what's like going bitch. on. They be like, they they hate, they hate the way basketball is. They be talking about like, I don't like the way basketball is playing. I'm like. Bro, what's wrong with y'all? Like, is is three pointers really like getting under y'all skin that bad? Like, I'm like, what's is wrong rocking, with you? Is is handles really like that bad, bro? Like, <laughs> y'all was fouling niggas and calling in defense, bro. bro like, facts. if you if you mug me, hip. that's not playing defense, bro. Like, if I go to the rim and you clothesline me, that's not. You're not a good defender, bro. You just foul the fuck out of me. You can't exactly. guard me. They was, they was over there talking about like, oh man, they played against some real good defenses. I was watching the defense, like, bro, they was literally not contesting jump shots. Not playing no defense, not moving their feet. Yeah, and then like, when they see someone get to the hoop, they just close line. <laughs> that ain't defense, bro. That's not defense. That's not even hard defense. Bro's just going to the line. Like, you fouling, bro. You like still getting fouls. You still only have a certain amount of fouls. Like, bro, that's still it, that don't make your defense better, bro. Even yeah. even like real NBA analysts when they talk about, it, bro, they know the defenses are better now. They're more intricate now. People, and then, there's more way more versatility in people' game. And then you got to think like the players now like. You can argue this shit all you want, bro, but players now as a whole from top to bottom are more skilled than players from previous generations, Facts. bro, like at the game of basketball. Like Facts. handle the ball better, shoot the ball better, pass the ball better. Like they have a better skill set overall than players from the past, bro. Like, bro, Look at how they dribble just straight up. Go back. Any dude over 6'5 or 6'6". Six, six, was not handling was not the ball. Handling the like, like that, bro. If you look at the way KD handles the ball – he would be the best ball handler in, like, the 90s, bro. Bro, KD would have got lynched in the 90s, bro. <laughs> they would have killed KD. They would have killed him, bro, because they, they wouldn't know how to guard that dude, bro. Like, bro, I'm telling you. Can you imagine, like, 
like the okay, we'll just match up like the Bulls and the Warriors, like the the seventeen eighteen Warriors, for just like shits and giggles, bro. Yeah, for the ninety eight Bulls, like or whatever. Bulls the ninety six Bulls, or we'll just go ninety six Bulls, the seventy seventy two and ten Bulls. Yeah, like who is checking Kevin Durant, bro? That's like the, uh, that's the great question. Who's I saw checking some idiot Kevin Durant, on Twitter bro? Talking about, like, Scotty's Scotty not checking Kevin Durant, Scotty don't bro. Scotty got nothing like, in his bag for KD. <laughs> I promise you, there's Scotty's not, not one thing in his bag for Durant. KD. And that best bet. I saw somebody say like they was matching up Steve Kerr with Steph Curry. Let Stop. me tell you something, bro. Steph- people are like Steph not a great defender. Listen, Steve Kerr don't got nothing in his bag for Steph. Steve Kerr is a spot up shooter in the corner. I'm gonna tell you on offense, <laughs> Steph Curry is going, going to work. Crazy. He's going to work Steve. And Curry you can't to even death. can't even like, switch it where you put Jordan on Steph because, because who's gonna guard Clay? Because like, if Steve Kerr's on Clay, Clay is gonna do that sixty in three quarters, <laughs> and the game's gonna be over. And KD, <laughs> Steph, Draymond, all them gonna be sitting on the bench. In the fourth quarter, watching them boys just laughing, bro. Because it's it's no way Steve Kirk just is like it couldn't like he just couldn't check. He just nobody. He's not checking. They're not checking Steph him. or Clay, and no, so it's not happening. And well, it, Jordan, I don't think Jordan can hold Steph. I'm gonna be real with y'all because Steph moves too much without the ball. Although, yeah, off the ball. I watch like, Jordan's defense, bro. Jordan Jordan will play good defense like on ball. You know, he had some pretty good. Yeah, in an isolation right? situation. Yeah, but I definitely also saw AI rock that man. Yeah, like. Pretty easily. That wasn't even nothing crazy at, at AI's bag. I seen AI's bag go way crazier. A, yeah, that was a, like a regular hesitation crossover, bro. A had left boy. to right hesitation crossover. And he got an easy pull-up jumper with space. I'm like, bro. Imagine, imagine, like I see, I see what's in Steph's back. He didn't like even call Steph's, for a pick. Steph's a wizard Man. with the <laughs> Steph's a wizard with the ball in his hand, bro. Like oh, real he really top five ball handlers, like in the like yeah. history of the NBA, bro. Like, bro, you do not want to play that game. Like, and then me. just the way that he moves our ball and the way they set screens, like nah. it's it's exhausting. Like I don't know if y'all remember. Now this is not a good comparison, but it's just like to give us some perspective, bro. When in 2015, when Della Vadova was uh, guarding Steph after game three, this nigga had to go to the hospital, bro, from running around chasing this nigga, bro. Like, bro, he was trying to give his best effort, you bro, know what I mean? just to try and like, because he's not an offensive player. He's just like, bro, I'm only going to, he was only focusing on defense. He was not playing no offense. No offense at Jordan, all. You tell me Jordan going to run around with Steph and try and play offense with Clay like, guarding him or KD guarding him, whoever they want to play. And even him. if he's guarding Clay, Clay moves without the ball. Just is like just yeah. as well as Steph does, bro. Yeah. So you you mean to tell me you finna be running through double screens, running uh all the way around the fucking court, fade screens, all kind of stuff. You dodging like seven or eight screens on one given possession, yeah, bro. Yeah, like exactly, the- bro. And you can't you can't leave you can't leave his body, bro. They be doing that too much. If you watch nineties basketball because people wasn't shooting like that, like you be seeing highlights of like Jordan has a hella space to shoot. Yeah. Dudes was just getting a lot of space. Larry Bird getting a lot of space to shoot. I'm like, bro, listen. You can't, can't give Steph. You, you can't give bro, Steph, Clay, or KD that space, not even bro. Half like, that space, bro. It's you have over. to be on, in their body, bro. It's and over. even sometimes then that shit still doesn't work, it's bro. It's absolutely like, over, bro. So, but, but yeah. But back to Paul. Back Pierce back to the Paul Pierce slander, bro. That's, that's the real Paul Pierce, I get you to. are old, hating, <laughs> delusional ass nigga, bro. Like bro. I, I, I hate this nigga, bro. Delusion. With the, like, Delusion is something else. He might be my my least favorite basketball player ever now, and it's crazy because I didn't hate them this much when he was playing, bro. It's literally just been in retirement because, like, bro, for those of y'all who don't know what we're talking about, Paul Pierce put out his quote-unquote top five greatest player ever list, and he said LeBron wasn't in the top five. And honestly, when you say LeBron isn't top three, I don't even want to hear what you have to say anymore, yeah. but he said that he wasn't top five. He said it was Michael, what do you say, Bill Russell, Kareem. Will – Kareem and like was it Kobe? Kobe, yeah. I think it was Kobe. Yeah. And he said LeBron wasn't top five because 
he couldn't he basically couldn't carry the Cavaliers franchise to a dynasty which is, which is completely like insane That's bro because a real argument one thing we, I talked I put this in the group chat and niggas like was feeling this shit because this is like facts if you go and look at the top 10 all-time players list LeBron is the only player in there maybe you could say Michael too but even Michael's situation was not as bad LeBron is the only player in the top 10 that came into a completely garbage situation like just garbage. complete nonsense garbage. bro I don't know what the fuck was going on in Cleveland the only like, person who's comparable was when Wilt first came yeah it was when Wilt first Wilt got first uh, came, came but, into the league but the, game, but the league was so small then that like you know what I mean like it just wasn't that many teams wasn't that much so LeBron in the modern NBA only player who just like came into like of the top players came into a team that was just like awful, just an awful organization. Yeah, like, like just a completely garbage organization, bro. Like, who does anybody even remember the Cavaliers between the Mark Price, uh, Craig Elo era and when LeBron got drafted? And that's like twenty years. Yeah, like nobody remembers that shit, bro. Nobody. Like. Because them niggas were complete garbage, bro. Like, the whole franchise, they were just a garbage organization, bro. Awful. And LeBron brought them immediately into relevancy. Bro, like, immediately. It was in the playoffs. They won 60 games. Multiple season. times, Multiple bro. Multiple like, times with, with, with LeBron and... His, Mo Williams was his second... Or Jimmy Big Z Gauskas. was his second best player. I mean, like, come on, dog. Daniel Marshall. Uh, <laughs> Old-ass Antoine Jameson, no bro. Was, like, no, like, and I know Drew these Gooden. Players, I know these players wasn't, wasn't cold because no one was asking for these niggas, bro. There yeah, wasn't, like, wasn't no offers to, to trade for these <laughs> niggas. Like, no one wanted them. And so, stop it. LeBron dragged them to the finals as a 22-year-old in, Crazy. in 20, uh, 2007. He beat the Pistons by himself. By himself. Bro, like, I know people be like, that's an exaggeration, but no, it was not. <laughs> if you go back and look at that roster, that that is crazy because that the 2001 uh the 2001 Sixers and then the 2018 Cavs are probably the worst teams to ever make, make the, finals, the finals, bro. Yeah. Like Next. 2001 Sixers was just all AI and defenders. So yeah, it's like all the rest of the team were defenders, and they just wanted AI to go out there and score and everything. score every bucket. Every and then bucket. 2007 is LeBron and a bunch of niggas you don't remember, bro. Because I promise you, pull up that 2007 Cavs roster, you don't remember any of them niggas. I, you probably can't even remember who started in the 2018 Cavs roster, bro. bro. Like it's crazy. It's crazy what they tried to go out there and tell LeBron he had to win with. Because people was <laughs> like, people was like, bro, he gonna get swept. I'm like, bro, they got four All Stars on the other team, and eat, like, and two of them are superstars, superstars. Yeah. Steph and, and, KD and KD are high level superstars. superstars, like top five players in the league. Yeah, bro. Like, like those are high level superstars. No one else. I don't care what y'all got to say. I'm really not about to do this with y'all trying to be like 2018. Kevin Love was doing something. He was not. Doing y'all don't that. remember 2018. Kevin Love. Stop. Bro. Like, he was not. He. There was not. This is not Minnesota. Kevin Love. This is not first year with the Cavs. Kevin Love, bro. This is not whoever no. y'all thinking that is. I'm telling y'all, LeBron was out there hooping with with. Uh, Jordan Clarkson in. With mop buckets and <laughs> Lysol wipes, bro. bro like I'm that. telling you, bro. <laughs> he was trying to do everything by himself. I'm like, bro, ain't no way that LeBron should be trying to carry this roster against dudes who really hoop. Like, yeah, like <laughs> stop it. Actual hoopers, bro. You got, you got three top 30 players in the top 25 players in the league. Because Clay is Max. a top 25 player in the league currently right now. Max. So you got three top 25 players in the league. And then you have a defensive like a defensive superstar because he is a superstar on the defensive end, bro. Yeah. Like huge. Like Draymond yeah. 
Whatever doesn't get enough credit Draymond, for me. Yeah, whatever you have to say about Draymond, I don't want to hear that shit. His defense Dray- stats speak for themselves, bro. Like, Draymond makes the whole system go, man. Yeah. I could send you videos of people breaking down just Draymond's impact on the court, bro, yeah. and how this whole system doesn't work. Like, the death lineup, the Hampton 5 lineup doesn't work without Draymond playing the 5, bro. Like, yeah. It just doesn't. Draymond's, Draymond's, like, defensive impact and playmaking, like, off the screens and all that stuff, and setting screens just off ball or on ball. Yeah, and then his ability to not get killed on the boards, even though he's undersized. Like, yeah, like you're not gonna have a game where it's just like, bro, they can't get a board be- when Draymond's out there, which is important because like it lets them play like that. Because no then, one else on the team is really gonna be on the boards like that. And then I remember he came out on, on I think it was a uh, uninterrupted podcast, and he was saying, "I feel like I'm the greatest screen setter in the history of the NBA." And niggas was laughing. And I was like, okay, y'all really don't know basketball because clearly, like, if you know basketball, like for real. You know the Warrior system does not work without screen setting, bro. Like facts. He, who, who y'all think is an expert on screening? Who's screening for two of the best shooters in the NBA on and off ball? That's like, what I'm mean? saying. Like, non-stop. Like, that's just what they do. So, but back to like the LeBron tip and like him not being Paul like in Paul Pierce's top five, which is nuts. Paul Pierce has just had a like a crazy track record of just complete hating nonsense bro <laughs> like when he said he had a better career than d wade and then he got killed by jalen rose on national killed. tv one of the bro. best clips in, best clips of espn I, history <laughs> i love that clip so much because he literally just broke down all the accolades bro and everything and, that he did wrong in his in, <laughs> in his whole like, career and it, bro he was just like bro there's no argument for you and like, then you're not better than that man and my follow-up question to that is like paul pierce like, who remembers Paul Pierce before 2008? Like, I'll, I'll I'll sit here and wait, bro. Like, somebody hit me on my personal, like, Twitter, bro, at dopestmill <laughs> underscore, bro, and let me know, or Instagram at dopestmill. It's all, like, you'll be able to find it. it. Let me know what you remember from Paul Pierce, if you remember anything from Paul Pierce pre-2008, bro. Give me a, give me a, a like, moment that, I, that, like, is... Take away from Paul Pierce's career before 2008. And really, LeBron should have beat your ass, bro, because of that whole spitting incident, bro. I didn't know that until, like, this week. And yeah. that just completely threw me off. I, If I was LeBron, bro, like, you lucky you're breathing right now, bro. Like, you're not going to spit at me and just, like, on me, at me, in my direction, None in my that. vicinity, in the air where I'm standing, bro. Like, <laughs> none, of <that. laughs> none of that shit, bro. None like, I'm, I would have killed that man, bro. Like, dead ass. And then... That's that's kind of when I figured out, okay, bro, this is just personal beef, bro. He's clearly it's like just being beef. a hater, it's bro. Clearly, like, like you see him talk about it, he's like, okay, this is just personal. He just he just trying to like not get that man his credit, bro, because it, it it's nothing else. If you talk about, he was like, he tried to find the one way to try and discredit Braun was like he hasn't built up any franchise. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Because ain't nobody carried... ever said anything about Cleveland ever. ever. Nobody wants to go to Cleveland. No. Nobody wants to get traded to Cleveland. No. Nobody wants to fucking work in Cleveland. Bro, bro. not at Cleveland all. Cleveland was not relevant until LeBron got there, they bro. They won their first championship in 52 years. What are you saying? Like. What, is, what are you saying? Bro, he had Cleveland in the championship game. For how many straight years? Four? Four straight years. They was in the championship. Five. Wait, no, four. Four, four straight so, yeah, years. 2015, that, 16, 17, four, 18. Four straight years that the Cleveland Cavaliers were in the championship. And then he took them to a championship in 2007 anyway. So he had five years that Cleveland was in a championship In the game. championship. I'm going to tell you right now, before, until I die, I don't think Cleveland will get five more. I don't think Cleveland will be, like, in my entire life. I don't think Cleveland will be a number one seed Oh no, I don't, more I don't, than maybe no. once or twice. They're, not, must, a, they're not a well-run organization. Like, Look at them. I'm like, I'm like to say that Braun didn't build up a franchise, which is already a bad requirement. 
But to say he didn't do that when you know that they're a bad organization. Yeah. So to tell to, as a player, I just don't exactly. get it, bro. Like I can see that from the outside looking in that they're bad. They're good organizations. They're bad organizations. Yep. Like we can look at the current NBA, the Warriors. Um, let's see, the Raptors are a well-run organization. The Rockets. Uh, the Rockets are a pretty well-run organization. Yep. The Clippers now are a well-run Run organization. organization. Yep. And then we got bad organizations like Phoenix, like Terrible. Cleveland. Terrible. Uh, the Magic. Terrible. <laughs> bro, like. The Wizards, yeah. the Wizards, the fucking the Hornets, Hornets. The <laughs> Michael Timberwolves, Jordan. The Timberwolves, a terribly run organization. The Hornets at Michael Jordan, bro. bro yeah, terribly Mike, run Mike, organization, stop, bro. Stop whatever like... you're doing. Just let, let it go. <laughs> let someone else do this stuff, bro. You're not built for it. And you're just not. So, the Knicks, terrible run organization. Yeah, the Knicks are a uh, god-awful run organization, <laughs> bro. Give like, extra shout-out about being bad at just being in Everything, bro. Yeah, just exactly. being in existence, bro. They're a horrible organization, terrible. bro. Like, how, are you, how do you get snuffed? For the Nets, bro. bro like, I'm telling you, once once that happened, I felt like that was the real like. All right, everybody that was the dagger, bro. Yeah. Like, James yeah. Dolan sold the team, bro. Like, last please. thirty years, Carmelo only person wants to play at the Knicks, and that's because he's <laughs> fr- he's from New York. That's bro. it. That's the and only reason. That's literally all the reason, bro. bro. Like, and and now I bet if he had to make the decision, he probably would go to the Nets. Probably. <laughs> yeah, like at this point, he'd be like, bro, I should just went to Brooklyn. Like these boys are tripping. So, let's like top ten all time list. Whether you agree or disagree, let's just go like general. We can go Kobe, Shaq, Magic, uh, Kareem, Mike. No, in no particular order. Bill Russell, um, LeBron. Did I say Kobe Bryant already? Yeah. I think I said Kobe already. Um, well, that's like that's seven right there. Yeah. So, so some people put Wilt. Wilt. So that's eight right there. Um, um, you could I, I, I Larry like Bird. To, yeah, that's all I'm about to say. I'll put Bird in there. And just side note, funny thing, I've definitely changed my stance. I think Bird was better than Magic. <laughs> I will go back and say that. I think, just to, I think just for Magic the record. had I think Magic had a better career. Yes. I do I agree with that. Yeah. And and like individual talent, I I would have to say Bird was the better individual talent. But Magic just had a better career. Yeah, Magic you, you had a better career. You can say that's career. because it's on the Lakers or he got to play with whoever he got to play with. Just like if you look at someone's career, like what was like what just was better? But Magic. You're you're going straight to my point. And the fact that if you look at all of those people, they went to great organizations. Or and Michael was probably in the worst situation before like outside of LeBron, Michael was probably in the worst situation when he got to the Bulls. Facts. But still Quickly, very quickly, they built that organization up. Cleveland didn't do shit the whole time yeah. LeBron was there for that first seven years. And so you look at look what Kareem. Did. You look at Kareem. He came into a really good situation with the Bucks, and then went to the Lakers in a great organization. Yeah, Magic, situation. same thing. Lakers, whole yeah. career organization. Kobe, same thing. Lakers, Lakers or, whole organization. Bird, the Celtics, great yeah. organization. Shaq was on. Shaq was Magic, on. Which, was, which they tried to build a, a good team there. And yeah, and they, they made it to the finals. Yeah, yeah, they made it to the finals. And then he went to the Lakers to so even great organization, situation. yeah, great organization. And then um, Will, okay, he went to Philly, and then the Warriors, yeah. and the Lakers. Yeah. So and then he, that's when like you know, in the Lakers he got to like a much better situation. Yeah, the Lakers he finally got to a much better situation, yeah. and he changed his his game. So yeah, exactly. Um, things things changed. His his body changed. Like uh, Will was just like on a they they workhorsed him on that bad organization he was on. Yeah. But so. like I said, Will's the only one that's comparable, and look how old that is. That's yeah, an like old comparison. That's, that's, that's a 60s comparison. That's 80 years ago. Bro, like, like, we ain't, we ain't or 60 to, years ago. Yeah, we ain't trying to go into that. So like, LeBron came into a god-awful situation, bro, and brought them into relevancy. And, like, I really do hope and pray that he wins, like, this ring in L.A. 
because I want him to get that taking three organizations to the finals, winning three rings and three different finals MVPs for three different organizations. Yep. Like, that's a crazy accomplishment that nobody – I don't think anybody will ever, like, touch that, bro. No, like that, That's insane. That's that's crazy, but to yeah. not put him to not put him top three is out of out of the question, bro. Like, yeah. I don't want to hear your basketball opinion at that point, bro. <laughs> we don't have anything to talk about, bro. Like, uh-huh. you clearly like are we're watching two different games at this point. I'm saying, but even, the, not put him if you if you look at the contemporary superstars situations, KD went into a better situation. Yeah. They, they they tried to like when you look at players like it's it's almost like crazy how there was no one that they put around LeBron the first time. Like other people, like Steph got the clay, like you know, got yeah, clay, Draymond, Draymond and they went and got Iggy. K- they, yeah, they, they went and got Iggy. They got people around them. KD came in, and they were like, oh, we gonna get Russ, gonna get Serge Ibaka, we gonna get Harden. Harden, you know, like guys around you, like you know, just trying because they they see a, they see a young player and they're like, hey, we have a window to be great. Let's try and build be this great. up quick. Yeah. yeah, try and do do our thing. I remember Carmelo was on the Nuggets. They were like, okay, cool. Like, you know, like they had, a, they had certain situations where they were trying to, they were trying to build him up. They, they brought in AI. They brought in Chauncey Billups. They brought in like different guys yeah. to try and go with him, trying to figure out what the best way for them to be great is. Bro, I do not remember a single time the Cavs, that first run with LeBron, and they still never did it really because they, they really just went and got a number one pick again. That's the only reason they got Kyrie. Yeah. Because when LeBron came, I mean, they traded Wiggins for love, but I feel like LeBron traded Wiggins for love. But, <laughs> but really, they just didn't no. Go LeBron out. duel was up on Wiggins, bro. Yeah, Wiggins had to go. On, he knew he was a fraud yeah, from day one, bro. Didn't he? We knew Wiggins bro. wasn't serious he about the like game, hooping, bro. bro. He, he don't really like hooping. I can tell on his face. He don't really like it, bro. Wiggins not a hooper for real. So, <laughs> man, LeBron. But to not put him top five is just Crazy. you. At that point, you're. It's definitely personal, bro. Like, yeah. there's no other. You can't attribute it to to not it's to just anything personal. else, bro. Le- LeBron get that man twenty buckies. Bro, don't lie. When I seen that stat, that they said LeBron gave Paul Pierce two thousand points, bro. Just off, like just Paul Pierce by himself. That is crazy. It's, that, it's a fact. And Paul and Paul used to try and check him too. But yeah, you know, the stats like LeBron used to work that him. nigga. Bro. You never like, checked him, bro. You had nothing in your bag. For nothing him. in your bag for your LeBron. Bag was bro. empty when he showed up to the arena, bro. Let me be real. LeBron was dumping the clip on Paul Pierce, Easy bro. Thirty like, every night. And honestly, if I could go back in history, just switch. That Jason Terry dunk with Paul Pierce. Just put Paul Pierce in that in that alley oop. <laughs> that fucking Chalmers that or that uh that Norris Cole to fucking D Wade to yeah. LeBron back to Norris Cole up to LeBron <laughs> dunk. Just insert Paul Pierce right there. And now that's historic. I would get that framed and put like I would get that blown up and put that on like a thirty by twenty four poster all, and put that on my wall. That's the only thing I regret wall. about Paul Pierce's career that he never got a good poster from LeBron. Like LeBron because LeBron never dunked on. on he dunked on Jason Terry because Jason Terry was talking all that shit. Yep. KG was talking all that shit and got dunked on while For LeBron sure. was still in Cleveland. For sure. And LeBron gave him one, too. And I just wish Paul Pierce got his, bro. But the highlight of Paul Pierce for me was when he was on the Clippers. And he threw that headband or arm sleeve, whatever the fuck that was. He threw it into the crowd. The nigga threw it back. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Paul like, Pierce moment is Draymond. Draymond telling, telling that man. That they don't love they don't you, They don't love bro. you like that. And it was facts. It was, fa- it was funny because... He wasn't like that's what made it funnier because he wasn't lying, bro. Like, I know that one hurt him. Niggas didn't love you. They don't even love you like Dirk, bro. Like no, no, because you saw, bro, Tim Duncan, Kobe, Dirk, D Way, all these contemporaries. Do yeah. he hoop through with the through the two thousands? Yeah, these are his the peers, 2000s. bro. His like, peers, bro. They got when they left, 
Bro, I'm telling you, like they went did a farewell tour. Yeah, you farewell went to every tour. City, every every basketball player was like, "Hey, I, Look, need, that I need that jersey. I need that jersey." You know, I so I didn't nobody swap. want Paul Pierce's jersey. Uh, bro, ain't nobody want Paul Pierce's jersey. I bet none of the none of the raw players right now have a Paul Pierce jersey in their crib. Nobody, nobody. Bro. Everybody yeah. wanted that D Wade, bro. Everybody <laughs> wanted Dirk. Everybody wanted to celebrate Dirk. Everybody yeah. wanted to celebrate. Tim I'm sure Duncan. niggas wanted the Tim Duncan, bro. bro but like, facts, bro. People respect Tim Duncan, bro. But nobody wants the fucking Paul Pierce jersey, Paul Pierce bro. Jersey, like bro. nobody wants the Paul Pierce saying. autograph. We don't want your U sleeve, bro. We don't want none of that, bro. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm here for the Paul Pierce slander, bro. If you got Paul Pierce slander, send that shit my way, bro. I live for that, bro. <laughs> I live for it. Tag me in every tweet. Yeah, tag me in every Paul Pierce slander tweet, bro. Please, I love that shit, bro. Um, but I, I guess that's enough Paul Pierce slander for one yeah, day. Yeah, that's it. Um, one thing I saw that really stood out to me this week was um. One, the false report that Dak was asking for like some like a hundred and whatever million and like forty five million on his last year or whatever, like that was that was debunked. It got proven false, which yeah. we all knew that. Anybody who really like follows like football and football talk knew that there's no fucking way that like they offered him that they offered that him that and he just said no. Yeah. Like and even if they did, what you have to know about football contracts is that it's not the same as basketball and baseball, bro. Like, you see that basketball number, like, Harden signed for whatever million, Steph signed for whatever million, Clay signed for 100 and whatever million, or Dame. What did Dame got, like, 168 or something like that? Yeah. Uh, um, Dame is getting every penny of that $168 million, Max. bro. Like, every it's single penny nowhere. of that shit is getting deposited, direct deposit <laughs> in that nigga's account, bro. Like, <laughs> that's not how football contracts work, bro. Like, know. That's not a, that's not how that works, bro. You got incentives, so a lot of Nick football players' contracts are incentive based. So like that's how I see niggas get so upset when they don't get like all star or like all pro or uh, pro bowl or hit they tackle numbers or interception numbers or touchdown touchdown numbers, numbers yard numbers or whatever, bro. Like you see or like catches whatever. You see why yeah. niggas get upset over shit like that, and so because a lot of like their contracts are incentive based, and then also. Football players' contracts are not all guaranteed, bro. Like that's that's a huge part of it. So yeah, as like let's just take for example, I'm a wide receiver, and the fucking um, the Colts offer me two hundred grand or two hundred million dollars as a wide receiver, but thirty of it's guaranteed, bro. Like the facts. Like, that what what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Because football players get hurt all the time, bro. Yeah, so like exactly. So that guarantee money is your most important. And y'all y'all know because football players talk about it all the time. They're looking for guaranteed money. They're looking for guaranteed That's money cool and then the, what the contract's about. Now it's not just guaranteed is like what is due at the time of signing, bro. Like when yeah. you sign the contract, what yeah. are you paying me at that time at period, that bro? Time. Yeah. Like that's that's that was the thing about Julio's contract. It was like the number itself didn't stand out crazy big, but he got I think like sixty six mil at signing. So like he signed that they sent the direct deposit for sixty six mil. Like <laughs> in his account. In his account, bro. Like bro, that's the important that's part. That's the important part with football contracts. So when niggas are upset at Dak for holding out and wanting more money and saying I'm not gonna play under the franchise tag I feel that shit because the franchise tag, they're like, oh, he can get 25 mil off the franchise tag or 30 mil, whatever the number is off the uh, the franchise tag. But if he gets hurt, then... It's not a long-term deal, bro. That's not a long-term deal. There's now, no security in that now shit. Now like, bargaining chips are... Like, next for, like, if he gets hurt this year, let's say he makes the six games at the end of the year, he has to go into off-season rehab. When you go into contract negotiation, they can hold that against they, you. They, yeah, they're, hold, they're definitely they're holding hold that against they're you. They're going to, yeah. Better. They're going to hold that over your head. And so... So you got to be smart. Like, football players, they know right now. Before, they, I, I feel like 
it wasn't as like emphasized, but now they know, bro. I'm an injury away from not seeing the rest of this. So, like, when y'all see those big numbers, like, oh, you signed for 120 million. Yeah. Sometimes, so it, even the thing with Dak, he could have, they could have reported that he said that they were trying to sign for 150 million, but they probably were saying that because maybe he was getting incentives. Like, yeah. oh, if you get this many touchdowns, like, every year, if you of make your the contract, all pro team, yeah, and you do all that, then at the end, you'll get this amount yeah, of money. This but it's money. like, bro, there's no guarantee of that because if I get hurt, it's not even my fault. It's not a performance thing. Like, that's not even my fault. And if the team is just mid, they putting together, like, bro, I'm not about to hit no yardage numbers yeah. with, these, with these dudes being trash. Like, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I think CeeDee Lamb's a beast, but what if he's, what if he flops? What if he's mid? Yeah. What, yeah, what if, if he mid? flops? Like, what, what's he supposed to do? What if Amari gets hurt, bro? Yeah. Like, then how are you going to put up your numbers? And you, know how the, you know how the game goes. Like, like they just brought in a new coach, first of all. So, Mike McCarthy's in there, which I, that's not my, that's not a great hire to me, but it is whatever. Like, depending on what Mike McCarthy want to do, let's say they tell Dak, hey, if you get 4,000 yards, blah, 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 you do all this stuff. What if Mike McCarthy come in there and be like, hey, I'm trying to run Zeke. I'm not trying to get you all these yards. Get you all these yards, yeah. Now he's he's asked out, bro. Like, what's he supposed to do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not hitting your numbers because even if the team is successful, you're not doing your individual stuff. It's like, you can't be mad. And people would be mad at him for being mad about like not getting his individual numbers. Yeah. But he know that that's his money, bro. Exactly. And that's something that they were trying to like sell him on it, you know? And so the thing like and the thing that people have to realize about football contracts, it's not what the player is worth, is what the market is asking for at that time period. And that's different. It's a different concept to understand from other sports because like if you look at baseball and basketball, for the most part, Basketball has a salary cap, but you can work around it. Like, you can go over for it depending sure. on what kind of situation you're in. But for the most part, players are getting paid kind of what they're worth in those sports. Yeah. But football, it's all about the market, bro. Like, it's not Dak in a vacuum. Like, yes, Dak in a vacuum is probably top 12 quarterbacks, yeah. 12, 13-ish. Right yeah. yeah, maybe top 10 if you if yeah, you, you, if if you you're gassing. If you, but, <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you. If you feel that way, if you're a Cowboys fan, probably – but, but like for other people, like probably like 12, so. 13. No, he's not worth thirty, forty million dollars a year. But you got to look at what the market for a starting quarterback that consistently makes the playoffs and win divisions yeah. and puts up numbers is because and he has no replacement. Yeah, no, there's no replacement. Like, who are you gonna? Who's the backup, bro? Like, yeah. they got uh, Andy Dalton. Now. Andy Dalton now, but, but he, like, you if you think Andy you're going first, if you think you're going to a similar level with Andy Dalton, then you are like with Dak, bro. I can't help you, like. Bro. That's crazy. Andy, we've seen what Andy Dalton has done these yeah. past couple of we, years. You know, because we talk about, we just talked about Dak being top twelve quarterback. When was the last time we talked about Andy Dalton being top twelve? Stop. Like no, bro. Stop like, it. and yeah, they made the playoffs a couple of years and stuff like that, but they were first round bounces. Andy Dalton, he made a couple of Pro Bowls, but he was never, uh, never in that top guy. upper echelon. And you got to think about Pro Bowls. Once they moved the Pro Bowl before the Super Bowl. Half the fucking good players stop playing yeah, in the Pro Bowl. So niggas just get Pro Bowls by default because yeah. there's like the niggas who got voted on didn't go. Yeah. And so that's the thing. Like the market for a starting quarterback that's a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback that wins divisions con- consistently because even though I think Wentz is a better quarterback than Dak, I can't prove that yeah. because other than like the that. eye test, other than the eye test, I can't prove that Wentz is a better quarterback than Dak because of the numbers and the record. So Dak has won games. He's on the field all the time. Yeah, he he, doesn't, he doesn't miss games, and he puts up numbers. And for that's the market value for a starting quarterback that does those type of things right now. So, like, that's just what it is, bro. And, like, yeah. the Cowboys are just going to have to get with that shit, bro. Cause, <laughs> and on another point is, like, y'all had your opportunity. Like, the biggest thing in football right now is – 
find your franchise quarterback on a rookie deal, win now on that rookie deal, and then and then pay them and then pay them way. later. And then you have to consistently probably be a playoff team and try to move pieces around to try to get back to that upper echelon after you pay them. But like you look at a situation like um like Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is still on his rookie deal. They won their Super Bowl on his rookie deal. So they accomplished what they plan to do. Yep. They put all the pieces around him that were necessary to win the Super Bowl his in his rookie deal. And now next year when it's time for him to sign a long term deal, they're not gonna have any hesitations about signing him because they already hit their goal, and now it's just going to be about working around that cap to yeah. And they know he's to good enough back. to keep them good. Yeah, and he's good They're enough not, to keep them good. They'll not always be a Super Bowl team, maybe, um, but they'll always be around there. And so you look at the uh, the Ravens. They're trying to do the same thing with Lamar. They're just bringing in pieces win now. Yep. Um, you can say what you want about the Rams, but they did that too with golf, and they almost got there. Like. Yeah. And now they pay golf, so things are different. Things but, are different now because they, they paid, paid off. They they went to the Super Bowl. I mean, that was close. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it, the the game went bad, but really, like they did what they were supposed to do. They yeah. Put they put money into their team. They they went all in for that season because they were like, "Yo, this is the last chance we have of being this team." And I know? respect that from an organization because, like, look yeah. at if you look at like my favorite team, the Colts. We're in the transition period after Andrew Luck retired, and so we're trying to find that franchise quarterback. I didn't love the Phillip Rivers signing, but, I mean, he'll get the job done for now. Sure. And he's not on a crazy deal, so I don't really yeah. care about it. But, like, once we find that franchise quarterback, and I have confidence that we'll do this, I want niggas to go all in, bro. Free agents, trades. Facts. Rookies, whatever. Coaching, everything. It coaching. I mean, I love the coach we got right now. Like, yeah. Frank Reich is a great coach. But just go all in, bro. Win right now while they're on the rookie deal so we can get that – that championship or one or two or whatever yeah. and then pay him afterwards with no hesitations and not be like oh well we don't know if you can get there and we don't know because that's what the cowboys are doing with that yeah. oh we don't know if you're if you're that guy like but y'all have had all confidence in him up until the point where it's time to pay him yeah, yeah. and y'all had every opportunity to put pieces around Dak to win a championship and Excellent. for whatever reason, y'all didn't get the job done, and that's on y'all as an organization, bro. You can't be mad at Dak because now it's time to get paid because Dak was a fourth-round pick, bro. Like, he was making nothing, bro. Like, he was making six figures. Yeah, he was making less on his rookie deal than Mahomes and Deshaun and them. I think this past year this past year and the year before that were the only – well, actually, no, I think it was just this past year. He was the only year he was making over a million, bro. Yeah, like, this is his first time making over a mil. Which is crazy, bro. Like, y'all had <laughs> your quarterback, your starting quarterback, Pro Bowl caliber, bro, is making less than a million dollars a year, bro. The same similar situation with Russell Wilson, bro. Like, oh, when yeah, he was Russell, on his had that situation, but they took care of that boy. Yeah, they took care he of him. He got that like, money. He got that money quick. Yeah, bro. And so now, Cowboys, like, I'm sorry, bro. What you think about that? Either you got to let him go, like, let him walk for nothing, or you got to pay that man, bro. Like, I, know, I don't, I don't get what the all the all the hesitation is, bro. Give that man the money. As long as nothing, like. If Dak is really, really asking something crazy, then that's different. But if he's not, bro, which I don't think he asking, is, even if he's asking to be like the highest paid quarterback, that, bro, bro, like just that's, give it to him, bro. Y'all tripping because y'all don't have an alternative. Like, yeah, you don't have an alternative. I'm telling bro. you, none of the other great quarterbacks gonna hit the market. Dak is still young, like compared to like some like the only guys who gonna hit the market are gonna be older. Yeah, like, unless y'all really about to bring them in, like, bro, just it, which is crazy. But like, if y'all gonna do that, then do that. But like for real, you just gotta pay him, like. Same thing you're talking about from an organization standpoint. My biggest problem with the Texans is that they really are not 
capitalizing on Deshaun's, Deshaun's last year on his yeah, rookie deal. On his rookie deal. And, and it's about to be real bad after this because you better pay Deshaun. I'm going to tell y'all that right now. Yeah, they, not, they don't I have an option, bro. None of the like, stuff that's going on with Dak, I don't want to hear that with Deshaun, bro. Not the like, way he's been trying to carry this organization, bro. Bro, on his back, bro. They didn't get that man no offensive line. And it's crazy looking – because I, I hate the Texans, bro, but I'm a Colts fan. Same division, bro. Like, I don't fuck with the Texans, bro. But just on an objective view, like – Learn from us, bro. Our Andrew Luck's first couple of years in the league, bro. We did not get that man an offensive lineman like bro. at all, bro. Well, and he got killed, bro. Around. Like, yeah, we ruined that man's career, bro, by he's not getting him an offensive line. And he's bigger, stronger, and more durable. Well, yeah, yeah, more. He's a better built person to take those type of hits. And the Texans are doing the same thing to Deshaun, which doesn't make sense to me because you should be able to learn from niggas who are in your own division, bro. Get that man some offensive linemen. Get that man some weapons and see what he do, bro. Like yeah, Exactly. It's crazy that they didn't go all in. Even last year, everybody was like, bro, y'all should be going all in because they, they ended the offseason. First of all, there's no reason for Bill O'Brien to be our GM and head coach. Bill O'Brien hasn't even been a good head coach. Yeah, he's not even a good head coach. He has like, not earned no kind of right to be your uh, GM. Be a GM, bro. And he like, was a trash GM, bro. They didn't even use all their money in the offseason. Like, you, that's crazy for a team, especially a team that's trying to fight for a Super Bowl spot. It's not like you a bottom-feeding team. You, I think you was up 24-0 on the Super Bowl-winning team, bro. Like, bro, you was up 20. And, bro, it was crazy. Wet. Like, I'm like, bro. Where are the adjustments, bro? What's going on? <laughs> That's one of the things I hate about the watching the Texans this year. Is like, bro, where are the adjustments? But I'm looking at the team, and I'm like, bro, what is y'all doing with the money? Deshaun is not on, on his, like, deal. Big and y'all don't want to pay – y'all want to pay D-Hop and then got him out of there. I'm like, bro, what are we doing with the money? Like, yeah, like, where is the money going, <laughs> why bro? Why are we giving like, the money to David Johnson? What is he doing? Like, <laughs> stop, bro. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, man, but – um. We're going to see, man. We're going to see how this whole Dak situation plays out, man. I think that man. they Get better that just pay money. that man, bro. Like, they don't really have a choice, bro. Y'all like playing around for no reason. Like, unless you finna go right back into the draft and try to find somebody else, like. <laughs> Good luck with that. And go back to 8-8 eight and eight and 7-9 and nine seasons <laughs> and shit, bro. Like, there's no shade at, like, Cowboys fans, but I'm just being real, bro. Like, because I don't even hate the Cowboys like I used to, bro. Like, I, <laughs> I used to just despise the Cowboys just because they were the Cowboys. But now I'm just kind of like, because I like Dak and I like Zeke. Yeah, I like and both so, of them. I, I even like Amari. He cool. And I was like, Amari's cool too, bro. But, like, we, you really don't have a choice at this point, bro. Like, you got to pay that man. Yeah. You're going all like, – you drafted C.D. Lamb, so that tells me you're trying to go all in, bro. Yeah, but, exactly, with the weapons. But then you you still holding up Dak. Like, I you paid Zeke. Yeah. I mean, Zeke had to hold out too, but you paid Zeke. Yep. You paid Amari with really no, like yeah. – no hesitations. There was no issues in that situation. You paid Demarcus Lawrence with no problems, bro, and he didn't do shit last year. And <laughs> so now, when it's time to pay your quarterback, they're like, uh, I don't no, know. No, well, like he's been pretty consistent for y'all. Like he hasn't missed games. He hasn't been suspended. He hasn't done none of that. So I'm like, bro, y'all not rewarding that, bro. Like, like that's somewhat consistent. Because I remember last year, Amari disappeared some games. Like, Facts. You know that happened. That's real. That real happened. Like. Zeke got suspended. Zeke held out. Did all his, did what he had to do. He had, he had some off the field stuff going on. Yeah, Dak hasn't really had that man that anyway. Issue, so. Dak hasn't had any off the field issues other than like maybe like one or two when he was like um, a rookie, and then there was the Corona incident when they were supposed to be like isolated. But that's yeah, like, but that's that's too contemporary. I'm I mean like I'm talking about like real life yeah. legal issues. Like yeah, he hasn't done it. He hasn't, he hasn't been over suspension. He hasn't done none of that. Y'all here like acting like y'all have questions. I'm like. 
what is your question like? Who, who y'all gonna get besides him? So I don't know what they're holding him up for. It's crazy. But um, yeah, man, I think we covered a lot today, man. Uh, yeah, man. This was a fun episode. I enjoyed this shit, bro. Yeah, man, like, we got into a lot. <laughs> unpacked a lot, bro. Maybe ruffled a little bit of feathers, bro. But it's all good, man. <laughs> Um, but shout out to shout out to the women that's holding it down and really got ambition out here <laughs> and really grinding and doing their own shit, man. Shout out to them. Shout, shout out, out to, to my kings that's doing the same thing, bro. Yeah, man. Be smart um, out here. Shout out to to all of my music lovers, Gunna, Lil Baby fans and stuff like that. Yeah, shout let out to us know who y'all think is who y'all who y'all have in the Gunna Baby battle. I know it's been popping on Twitter. And let us know why. We might kind of like touch on it tomorrow, next episode. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hit on that joint, and then shout out to all my uh my people out here slandering Paul Pierce, bro. I love <laughs> keep, y'all, keep bro. Y'all keep thing, doing man. y'all thing, Please. bro. Keep holding it down, man. Keep slandering that man. Shout out to all the the NFL GMs that's actually paying niggas what they worth, bro. <laughs> and paying niggas on time. Shout out to y'all, man. But um, that's it, man. We about to be out, man. You yeah. have been listening to the Truly Unruly podcast with Mel and Chemezi. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Yes, yeah, a wrap.